ain't saying she a gold digger. Uh, she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Uh, now I ain't saying she a gold digger. Uh, she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Uh, get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Uh, get down, girl, gon' head, get down. Get down, girl, gon' head, get down. You're about to get busy today. It's got a lot to say, and things are going to pop off. It's going to be real, and I hope you're prepared to hear the truth. It's going to be blazing hot, all fire. Get down, get down. Got some old school going on. Kanye West, love of music, brother. Love of music, man. He had some great words, great words of wisdom there. Now, we're about to get down with this. We got three topics. We got to make this happen. It's a beautiful day in Southern California, IA. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of things that we need to talk about. That's right. For our ladies and gentlemen out there, our fellow listeners, to really peep game on what's really going on right here on the on the local level, and then we're talking about the national level. So we got three topics going. We're gonna dive into first. We're gonna get into the danger of lithium batteries, guys. All of this solar energy, all of this electric cars, and all that stuff that may be great on the outside, but what are the long term effects to the environment? And speaking of that, our second topic we're gonna dive into city deforestation. How's that affecting our oxygen supplies? And that's important. And popularity politics, social media politics, things being controlled by digital platforms and not of the people. Well, my brother, mm -hmm. I know you got a lot to say. Yes, I do. Dangerous of lithium batteries, brother. Let's get right into that. Well, let me tell you something right now. Most people are thinking, oh, yeah, I'm saving the environment. I'm getting an electric car. It has a battery. And that battery is going to save the environment. I'm doing Greenpeace and I'm listening to everything that people are telling me on the media, especially the left wing devil Democrats. And I guess I'm just going to listen to everything they say and I'm not going to question anything. And I'm not going to do any research because I'm just a regular dummy. I'm just going along with the program. I want to look good in front of the public. But how do you know that right now at this particular moment, these lithium batteries are killing you? Why are they killing you? Because the material that they're taking out of the ground and the way they process it is so dangerous, you have no idea. So what we're going to do is give you some background information first, and then I'm going to tell you what you really need to think about. So here comes the background information. This is about one company that's in Las Vegas, which they have the largest find. Let me make some, give you some information. The largest find of lithium. And it's in Las Vegas, close to California. And it's going to produce, it producing right now 25% of all the lithium batteries that are used in electric cars or solar panels in the world. In the world. Now, think about that. Right here in Las Vegas. Very dangerous. Listen to this, brother. The Thacker Pass Lithium Mine is a proposed lithium clay mining development project in Humboldt County, Nevada, which is the largest known lithium deposit in the U.S. and one of the largest in the world. There has been significant exploration of Thacker Pass since 2007. And record of decision approving development of the mine was announced in January 2021. The project site would cover 18,000 acres mm -hmm. with less than 6,000 acres of that being mined on a site 21 miles west north, north west northwest of Oradoado, <laughs> Nevada, within the McDermott Caldera. The mine is proposed by Lithium Nevada LLC, a wholly owned subsidiary of Lithium Americas Corp. At full capacity, it will produce 66,000 tons annually, equivalent to 25% of the current 2021 demand for lithium globally, which is expected to triple over the next five years. Development of the mine is driven by increasing demand for lithium used in electric vehicle batteries and grid storage of intermittently generated electricity from sources such as solar or wind power. 
right there, stop work. Thank you. So, as you heard my brother just tell you, one mine in Las Vegas, 18,000 acres, and it's producing 25,000%, 25%, excuse me, of the demand for electric bars and solar panels and wind panels. Now, think about that. A small little place in Las Vegas, which is now a Democratic-run city, state, excuse me, just like the right California is, and they're trying to get rid of gas-powered cars. And they say it's because gas-powered cars are poisoning people. Now, let me say this to you right now. Most people don't know this because I've been involved in cars all my life. Dragsters are, drawn, are driven and they use alcohol and ethanol, which is corn-based, wheat-based. And they use a little gasoline and there's no carbon monoxide, very little, enough for the trees to suck up. So as you can, you're going to find out, we're going to go into it even deeper. I'm going to have them read some more stuff from the, from the New York Times. It's going to tell you specifically that lithium batteries are poisoning the soil, the water table, and the air. Whereas people are racing cars right now on NASCAR, on the drag strip in the NHRA, and nothing's being out there. There's leaving no vapor at all. Alcohol and water, there's no vapor at all. So why aren't they using this technology that we're already using right now? There has to be another perspective on it. But let's get some more information, and then I'm going to show you what the perspective really is. New York Times states that, and I quote, production of raw materials like lithium, cobalt, and nickel that are essential to technologies are often ruinous to land, water, wildlife, and people. Thank you. That's the New York Times. That's a left-wing newspaper. Think about that. So we have the technology and we have the ability to have gas-powered cars that produce very little carbon monoxide, which is inhaled by trees, and we excrete, they excrete oxygen. That's for the people that are so scientific, who seem to be complete idiots right now. And it's happening right now. We have the technology. It can be employed right right at the gas station tomorrow morning. And guess what they're doing? They're going to dig in the ground and kill everybody at the same time. Now, let me say something to you, all you really smart people that are buying these electric cars. Realize that when you have an electric current going around the car, that current is killing you. And it's because it's like living next to a, a power grid, which they moved everybody away from the power grids because it was separating the blood from the plasma and giving them cancer. So now you, what you're doing is you're living inside of a power grid every day. That electrical current going around that car is not good for you. You're dying from it. So you're literally, literally driving in a car that's an electric coffin for you. It's going to kill you slowly. All right. And one day you're going to wake up with all kinds of cancers in your behind. So why are they trying to poison the earth, lie about what they're doing, give you a vehicle that's going to kill you and could save you very easily and save the environment? And they claim that they're doing what's best for the country. Is it really best for the country or is it a political move to take the people that are, have been in the power and energy business out of business and they're fighting against them tooth and nail? Maybe that's the perspective they don't want to talk about. And that's why I think a lot of things that are happening that these democratic cities are doing are really harming the people and trying to kill the people and save them. Let's go to the deforestation of the cities. Let's talk about that for a second. <clears throat> They're taking away trees and hedges. They've been doing that for years. And they go into the cities and they take everything out and put concrete there. Why wouldn't they just plant a whole bunch of trees around the buildings? That would make more sense. 
And then the carbon monoxide is there. Anything else is there. It's going to be absorbed by the trees. The trees will get stronger and they give us pure oxygen. And we're going to be more healthy. And it takes all the poison out the ground table. When you have trees roots, there, they suck up all the poison and they eat it. So then the water comes clean. So it's like running water over rocks. As you keep running water over rocks, the water gets mineral water because the rocks clean the, the, the poisons off of the water. It's a filter. That's what people have. What do you think they have? Mineral filters, rock filters. That's what they do. They, they filter their water through rocks. This is so simple. And God's been doing this for the whole time. But people have gotten so far away from understanding ecological scientific principles, very much so not understanding basic chemical principles and the periodic table and electrical issues that would come along with electrical engineering, computer science, or anything that has something to do with uh, aerospace or car racing which is called basically now it's another what's called applied science. These things that they've run away from and have lied to you for years now are coming back to bite them in their proverbial asses. And when you have people like myself who can sit here and articulate what they're doing and point a finger to them and say, hey, look, why are you doing this? And why are you doing that? When you can easily do it this way and do it that way and save everybody a ton of money and not shut down the economy and get rid of industries that are saving this country and give them to other countries like China and Russia and these other places. You better start thinking that this global initiative is really not the best initiative for Americans and people that live in America who have great power and prestige and prosperity. This is what you need to really think about. God has given us this great nation. And if we don't stand up and protect it, it's going to be gone. You know, the word says that if you're faithful in a few things, I make you ruler of much. And like you said, God is just... Over the, the centuries, over the decades, America has been a juggernaut, a, a nation on a global scale that prior to all of this nonsense was respected, was valued, and also, dare I even say it, feared. Absolutely. Because when it talks about protecting, you got to preserve a kingdom. Absolutely. You got to preserve a nation mm -hmm. from within and without. Mm hmm and if you don't preserve or protect not only from outside attacks and enemies and now from the inside it seems to be like like it says in the bible a house divided cannot stand it seems like we're in a very divisive time in this country where we can't even get along when it comes to understanding the environment understanding resources and how to utilize those resources in the best way that's going to allocate a higher quality of life for all of us as citizens of this great nation. Mm -hmm. So what is this global agenda about and why is it positioned in such a way that doesn't seem to be in the best interests of us as American citizens? Because what happened is this. God told us, he told Ephraim and Manasseh when he called him, when Jacob did that and he gave them the blessing, that they would rule all their enemies' ports. And there would be no weapon that, could, that was built outside of them that could destroy them. But they didn't say that God didn't say it could not destroy you from the inside out. So the enemies of America have always pushed for communism, open borders, and letting people make it a one world agenda. Because they can't beat us unless we just surrender our, our agenda, which is having a sovereignty, being a, a democratic republic, and having our own ideals and our own principles and surrendering our, our constitution and our right to life. To live life, liberty, and have the pursuit of happiness. All those things God has given us in this country. And same thing in Great Britain. But we've technically and systematically allowed our enemies to say, hey, you won too much. You win too many times. You're decimating the rest of the world. No, we're not. 
we're taking care of America and the rest of the world does not want to line up with God and his principles. And we're not called to be this great nation, these two great nations at the end days. So America has to make a quantitative and a qualitative decision right now. They have to decide, do you want to your country? Do you want to be in a position of power? And are you going to stand up for the things that God has given you? And if you're not willing to do that, someone's going to take it from you and they're going to subjugate you to slavery. Now, Americans have had such a good run, they can't even imagine being put in slavery. But guess what? You have the descendants of slaves like myself and my brother, Korean Prince, trying to save the nation. And that should be a wake up call to all you people, whether you're white, black, Asian, Hispanic, whatever. If the black American who was just getting out of Jim Crow in 1968, here it is, 2023, okay, 50 something years after is saving the nation, speaking up and trying to def defend the Constitution and the rights for everybody in this country, that should scare you. And you should be very consciously aware of what is looming on the outside of our border, which trying to destroy not just me, but everybody in this nation by dividing and conquering this great nation. Wasn't it, you, you said a moment ago, which is very interesting, you said a democratic republic. And me just looking up the definition of a republic, it says a state in which supreme power is held by the people and their elected representatives in which has an elected or nominated president rather than a monarch. Now, it seems like on the outside, that that sovereignty is held by the people. But by the way things have been moving, by the way things are operating and functioning, it seems as if that's not the case anymore. That sovereignty is now being held by a select group of people that are controlling the minds of the people and influencing the decisions that they make that are contoured towards their global agendas and not towards the better improved lives of the citizens and nation as a whole. Absolutely. You, the reason why this is happening, and it's a very, very, very poignant statement that you did. I'm glad you looked at that, that, you know, got that definition. But the statement that you used as a reference to what a democratic republic really means, it's always been representative government. OK, so we rep the, the, the politicians that are put in there. They work for the public. They work for their constituents. They're not working for their constituents anymore. They're working for this agenda that's been paid off by Soros, by Bill Gates by all these left-wing Democrat devils that are associated with these individuals who want to, like this Klaus Schaub, they want to destroy America because they want to get their money. George Soros has gone to countries, go look it up for yourself, <clears throat> and he's destroyed whole economies and taken his money. He, the biggest economy he could destroy is America. And so right now, these people are fighting tooth and nail because now the truth is getting out and God is doing the truth. He's bringing it out. And so what they're doing is they're grabbing people that were Catholics. Now, all Catholics are bad. Trust me. I have a lot of friends who are Catholic that I was raised Catholic <clears throat> as well. And they truly are calling on Jesus. But there are groups of people in the Catholic Church that are not acting right. And they know that <clears throat> this, <clears throat> this current pope is open communist and he's breaking all the rules for Catholicism. And I'm not the only one that's going to say it. OK, I'm just going to be the one that's going to say it right to his face. And so these people that are surrounding that particular pope are obviously working within the world agenda. That's why he's trying to do Chrislam, you know, Christian and Christianity and Islam together, kissing Muslims' feet. Now, if that's what you want to do, that's your personal business, but that's not what God told us to do. That's not in the Bible either, okay? So what we have to understand is that this agenda is serious. 
And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to have my brother read the scripture because these people are the ones God is talking about right now at this particular moment. And they're going to have to deal with God in this format. So this is Psalms 50, verses 16 to 21, right? Yeah. And I'm going, to have, I'm going to go ahead and have him read this right now, then I'll get back on it. Again, this is Psalms 50, 16 through 21. But unto the wicked, God saith, what hast thou to do to declare my statutes or that thou shouldest take my covenant in thy mouth? Seeing thou hatest instruction. Woo, stop. Hatest instruction. Oh, they don't, they, don't want to, they don't want to hear about the Bible. They only bring it up when it's going to be convenient or going to save their naked behind. Keep on going, brother. Thou hatest instruction and castest my words behind thee. When thou sawest the thief, then thou consentest with him. Stop right there. What thief are we talking about? The communists, the left-wing Democrat devils, those that do not believe in God, that are consecrating themselves to Satan. They are thieves. They're not just stealing your money. They're not just stealing your commodities. They're not just stealing your businesses. They're stealing your concept of living a life here free. They want to take away all your freedoms. If I say the wrong thing on social media, they'll want to shut me down. We have free speech in America. You can't restrict me from saying anything. See, this is what I'm talking about. They're stealing your culture, your rights, your inability to communicate and speak whatever's on the top of your head. And they're even trying to prevent you from even having political power to be able to legislate and get people in and out of office that do not respect your constitutional rights. Continue. Thou givest thy mouth to evil and thy tongue frameth deceit. <laughs> thou sittest and speaketh against thy brother. Thou slanderest thine own mother's son. These things hast thou done and I kept silence. Thou thoughtest that I was altogether such one as thyself, but I will reprove thee and set them in order before thine eyes. Mm -hmm. Now consider this, ye that forget God, lest I tear you in pieces and there be none to deliver. Thank you for saying that. <clears throat> God is going to come through right now and he's going to destroy the enemies of his people. It's not us fighting him. It's God's fighting him. And they're starting to find out. That's what the Elon Musk thing has been about. I'm not saying Elon Musk is the greatest Christian to ever walk planet Earth. He's trying to put Neuralink together and he's trying to put a microchip in people's heads and then connect it to the Internet so they don't have to use their own brain power. They have an unlimited source of information that's limited based upon what's been put on the system. That eliminates genius. Genius comes from a whole nother level. And my brother, his wife, is a neuroscientist, and eventually she'll be on here to talk about these things that they have this called nonlinear functions from the vestibular <clears throat> and the cerebellum and the vega. We'll have those conversations later. And I'm, I'm intrigued by it, and we'll definitely get in deeper. But there are nonlinear functions. They mean they don't know exactly how the brain works fully and functionally. So my point is, he's not all the way good. But let's get back to what he did do. He's revealed a lot of information on how they colluded to get rid of Donald Trump. And that's been really powerful because on Tucker Carlson the other day, they also had a whistleblower deep in the CIA that said that the CIA was involved in John F. Kennedy's assassination. And most people don't understand what that means. I'm not here to criticize anybody in the CIA. The people that did all that stuff are dead and gone. So that's it. He died 60 years ago and November 20, 22nd, 1963, which will be 60 years in November. So all the people that did it are gone. But 
What we need to know is that the same method that they they, they killed Kennedy with, which is a left-wing agenda and some left-wing conspiracy that they thought, is the same functionality they did with Trump without killing him, but they all colluded together to get him out of office. And this is their main purpose. They killed Kennedy so they would be very popular. Trump, they took him in. It's about popularity and the way they talked about him and his vernacular and his, his delivery, which was honest and clear and forthcoming. They hated it. So why would they hate it? Because of the agenda that they have. And that agenda is to get rid of America. And we need to be thinking about that very carefully. And we're going to go to the last portion of this, this, this podcast is talking about the popularity and how social media is using popularity and censoring people to make sure you only have one choice to pick when it comes to picking a candidate or going towards a political party. Awesome that we're going to dive into this topic of popularity, popularity politics. Um, as you were talking about it, the first thing that came to mind was a film that we all know. And Gladiator is the name of that film. Absolutely. And I remember remember the uh, Maximus Aurelius character, obviously, who's leader of the general. And because he didn't want to uh, bow down to Commodus, who would have been the, the, the son of the king, mm -hmm. king who was uh, nefariously killed by Commodus mm -hmm. to be the new leader. Then he was you know, ostracized and left for dead and the whole family slaughtered and all that. And he came back as a gladiator. Mm -hmm. And um, his, uh, his, his Obi-Wan Kenobi, if you will, <laughs> mm -hmm. told him one very important thing. He said, when he got to Rome, right, he said, win the crowd. If you win the crowd, then you, you have the power. Wow. It was all about if you win the crowd, if you win the popularity contest, you will actually leverage the power of the people. Mm -hmm. Not by substance. Mm -mm. Not by what's the, the best precepts, statutes, laws, rules, regulations that's going to benefit them in the long run. No appease the crowd mm -hmm. and you have ultimate influence. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that a powerful statement that my brothers made? And guess what? Let me ask you a question. Why do you think we put the phone on Gold Digger first? Because a Gold Digger is about what? She's about getting paid. She don't care how she gets paid. She just wants to destroy the man with the money. And as long as she can pick him apart like a piranha, she's happy. Well, don't you think these agendas come from the global initiative, they don't care how, how, how much money America has. They're trying to pick America apart piece by piece. They're trying, to, they're trying to treat it like a corporation and have a corporate takeover and they can sell off the parts that they don't think are valuable and hold on to the parts that are. That's what they're trying to do right now. And those parts are you and myself. We all live here, you and me. Those things are belong to us. They're taking our tax dollars and funneling it to oh God, Ukraine. And then it went back through FTX. And now the guy that was running it, they threw him in jail. Because they're getting ready to do him like they did Jeffrey Epstein. He's going to have an unfortunate accident and the cameras are going to turn off when he, he hangs himself. Because it's going to show clarity about where the money went. And see, these things that they're doing are not by accident. Going back to popularity... Trump was told, called, he said he lied about so many things. I'm like, what did he lie about? He, he told 50,000 lies. I said, well, she's going to lie 40,000, 49,000, lie 48,000. I want to go buy 1,000 of them. Just show me each one of them incrementally. They can't. You ask them a question, they talk about it, and they have nothing to support it. Why? Because he destroyed their agenda. He showed that the media was fake, that the people really didn't want him in office, so they all had to collude together. The FBI, the Department of Justice, the CIA. Big business, corporate America, 
um, you had the media and you had the tech geniuses, social media platforms. They all worked together to withhold information, to sustain him in a play, make lies of him, constantly keeping him in a state of someone investigating him. And nothing came out of it. So you have to ask yourself a question, the perennial question, why? Because they're trying to control your decision-making process. And you have to decide how important that decision-making process really is because it's yours. You are the people. You have the power. Your vote means something. And so what they're trying to do is they can't control your vote, but they want to control what's going on between your ears. And I hear people talk all the time. I just don't like the way he looks. What does it matter what he looks like? Well, I don't like the way he says it. I don't care what he says. Did he fix the country? Yes. We had the lowest unemployment, the highest production, and we were net positive for the first time in seven years. That means we were producing more oil and putting it on the open market, which the price was so low in the 30s that we as a country were flourishing tremendously. We also penalized China and put heavy tariffs on them, which are trying to hold on. Say, well, we're going to keep telling you the tariffs. Who started them? Trump. And they know that they're losing. And the border is an absolute freaking mess. They're saying some people are saying, even on CNN, that there might be 3 million people in one year run across that border. Americans are going to have to decide, are they going to start standing up for this nation? Or are they going to relinquish the power and then put themselves in absolute servitude? Because guarantee, once you lose liberty, you're not going to get it back. Well, it's probably you talk about this loss of liberty, this loss of control, this loss of autonomy and our freedoms being put into a chokehold. And just like a boa constrictor, it's very slow and very deceitful, just like the devil. Mm -hmm. And getting back to the, the movie Gladiator, what Commodus had wanted was an end to the Republic. He dismantled the Republic. He wanted to be a tyrannical warlord. He wanted to be the dictator. He was going to be the dictator. And in the process of him doing that, what did he do to distract the people? They had months and months of games. Games and distraction, distraction and games. Social media, TikTok, Instagram, football, basketball, all this madness. Hollywood. Hollywood going on TMZ, all this insanity. All this is to what? Deflect your thinking from looking at the quintessential decisions that you need to make. These are generational decisions that are going on right now. And you're not making them because you are now being bamboozled. You're being told a lie. And then what happens is this. They get mad when you start to ask questions and you demand an answer. And so what you get is these dumb people. Well, yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. You're a goofball. <laughs> Listen, bro. You want to talk to me? Let's get scientific. Let's get political. And let's get historical. If we want to do those things, we can talk about them all day long. And I'll be right there with you. And I want to help you. This is what the truth about fire is. You need to start asking the perennial questions. What's going to be best for you? Your family, your children, your grandchildren, your community, your county, your state, and this nation. They're all intertwined. We're all symbiotic. But if you're not willing to do your part and step up and do some things that probably be a little uncomfortable, we're all going to have to take a somewhat of a hit. And what I mean by that is a hit that we're going to have to go out and talk to people and say some things. And there are going to be some people that are not going to get it. And they're going to be angry and they're going to be un un unwilling to listen. And that's OK. We all have to respect each other's position. But this has to be dealt with and we have to stand up for our rights. And the people that don't understand will later on know, just like Jesus died, he died for the sinners even before they knew that he 
died for them. He still went to the cross. And so we have to do the same thing in life fashion. We have to go out and defend their liberty and their rights, even though they don't realize they're being stripped from them. Well, one last thing, and then I would love for you to give some, some parting words. And I'm going to go back to the, to the well of Gladiator. Mm -hmm. You know, you were talking a little earlier about what they did to, to Trump, to Donald Trump when he was president, before he was president, mm -hmm. as president, and how they made the rules of the game unfair. Mm -hmm. And if you remember in the film, right, he couldn't, Commodus couldn't, couldn't defeat Maximus straight up, pound for pound, muscle for muscle, strength for strength, right? He couldn't do that. Mm -mm. So he had to devise a way. So what did he do? Under the cover of darkness, stabbed. he put some doogee in him. He stabbed right. him. He poisoned him. Right, poisoned Put him in a position where no one could see where the stab was. He said, cover it up so nobody could see it. Stabbed him up here. Right. So then when he had him in front of all the people, he appeared to be weak. He appeared to be vulnerable, impotent, all of those things. So now Commodus all of a sudden appeared to have the advantage. Now, you know, uh, of a spiritual nature, it seems like he, he roused himself as he, was, as he was passing into death. He got a spiritual strength and awakening just enough, right, to utilize his, his skills and expertise as, as, a great, as a great warrior to defeat, you know, to be commented, stab him in the store, you know, all of that. And, you know, the Republic was reinstated eventually. Right. But getting back to the point of those who are actually trying to create legitimate change for the betterment of the country, that those that are opposed to that, those with a global agenda, are using some very nefarious tactics to try to defame, marginalize, minimize, pollute those who are actually trying to stand up for this nation. So as those who follow Christ, as those who are patriots for this country, how do we stand in the midst of that? And not in a, in a sense of some rebellious tyranny, you know, let's not fight the power necessarily in the traditional sense of being obvious, but in the sense of being, as the word says, being wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. How do we go about it in a much more strategic and effective way that we can continue to stand for God and Christ while simultaneously defending our rights as American citizens? I'm glad you asked that question. That was a great question. Thank you. The reason and the season is right now. The reason that this is happening is because the season is now here. It's like when you see winter coming, if you haven't saved up food and you don't have, you know, heating oil and you don't have your situation together. So when the blizzard comes and, and the electricity is off, you don't, you don't have a generator, you don't have your stuff together. You're in, you're in dire need, dire need of everything. But that's the scary part. So you as a person have to prepare. So you ask, what can we do? Prepare, prepare first. And that means get your own situation together. Take care of your own household. Make sure that everything else is here. And how do you take care of your household? <clears throat> it's simple. You prepare by reading, studying, doing your own investigation, your own research. And you know what the truth is. Then you start talking to your family members, your children, your grandchildren, your close associates. You start talking to them. And as you guys sit down and discuss and you know, analyze and interpret what's, in, what's been put in front of you, then you guys realize, okay, this is not good. Let's not participate in buying electric cars. Let's not participate in lithium being used so it can destroy the nation. Let's participate in buying gas-powered cars that can be can be can use the ethanol or can you can start using ethanol, which is a lighter fuel and it's not going to make anyone sick. And let's continue down that path. Let's put our money where our mouth is. 
And then politically, we can start going and talking to people saying, listen, you guys, you've been lying to us, telling us you're going to do these things. We're going to hold you accountable. We want you to stop putting money towards lithium. We want you to start putting money towards gas power cars that are not affecting the environment and giving Americans jobs. The fuel and the energy, power energy in this country is providing millions and millions of jobs. Those people don't need to lose their jobs based upon that truck drivers as well. So all this stuff is BS. And you got a couple companies that are going to make all the electric batteries and a couple companies that are producing the, the electric vehicles. And those are left wing Democrats that are part of the what? One world agenda. So you don't have to buy them. You don't have to buy them. And you know what? If the people don't buy the cars, then guess what the car company is going to have to do? They're going to have to do start producing those cars because people are like, I don't want it. So they have to give you what you want. Going back politically, if you don't want these leaders who are refusing to do the things that are best for this nation, best for your state, best for your community, and best for your family, if we all get together and say, you know what, we're not going to vote for you anymore. We're going to go to a whole other candidate, and we're going to get rid of all you people. And that's what America is all about. You have to put your foot in the ring. You have to do your part. Every screw and every wrench and every bolt and every part is integral to the overall good of the nation. And if you can understand that principle, then you'll know for sure that your participation is not in vain. And then last but not least, if we are calling on the name of the Lord who predestined this nation, OK, we don't have a king that rules. We have the law that rules. The only countries that ever had that existence is Israel and Great Britain doesn't have it. America does. You understand that? That's a powerful statement. So that shows you directly and unequivocally that America was created by God and the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob and Jesus. So this is a Christian nation, and we need to stand on those Christian nation principles. And if anyone wants to come here and they want to serve any other God or don't serve a God at all or be satanic, that's up to them. But the majority of these people here are Christians, and we need to get our heads together, and we need to stand for the principles that we know that God has imbued to us. And we better stand for them right now and stop looking around to someone else to do the job that you can do. You look at that man in the mirror. And look at that man or that woman and say, what am I going to do today for this nation, for this country, for my community? But most of all, what I'm going to do for the Lord Jesus Christ and God the Father.